everyone has a story. And this week, my guest Alex Perry and I talk about how storytelling is an important part of business communication. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about telling stories. Well, not just fairy tales and children's stories, but stories for your business. My guest, Alex Perry, is the owner and CEO of Practically Speaking, where she helps executives and leadership teams develop the communication skills necessary to to command rooms and to deliver captivating messages. And she's also a highly acclaimed TEDx speaker. So, Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Alex, I read the blog post that you wrote on storytelling, and I loved the whole idea behind it. So let's catch my audience up. What do you mean by storytelling? When I talk about storytelling, and I talk about storytelling with leaders, I'm really talking about telling your personal story, what it is about you that makes you unique, that makes your set of experiences unique, and how you can use that, access that to establish trust, credibility, to show a little bit of vulnerability with your people. Those are big Obviously, vulnerability is a big buzzword right now. And how do you do that? Because what we know right now is that that's what people are looking for. That's what they're thirsty for, especially in business and in leadership. I've definitely seen this trend towards storytelling. You know, even as I was watching some of the debates, you could tell which of the candidates had been sort of told, you got to tell stories. But some of their stories were good (laughs) and some weren't. What kind of tips can you give a business leader as they're trying to construct their story? Yeah. What I find is that most people don't even recognize that they have a story. So they will quickly look for something in their their life that they can respond to uh, and say, okay, well, here's what I've done. So it's not a story. It's a list of accomplishments. So when you hear people say, oh, well, I've done this, 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 and this, and this is how it impacted my life. Many times in business, that's what people refer to as a story. I'm going to tell you that usually when somebody does that, I start to glaze over. Of course, we're not designed to listen to lists. So when I am coaching a business professional on how to tell our leader, especially on how to tell their story, I really want to hear the story. I don't want to hear a laundry list. I don't want to hear things in chronological order. What I want for them is to start where the action is. So when was that moment where something changed for you? Or when was that moment that, you know, and can go into the weeds with storytelling, but when was the moment for you that something changed and what was the end result of what happened? So you can hear that in people where they'll, they'll just start you right in the middle. You think about a really good movie. It doesn't typically start right at the beginning. It starts where the action is. What's going on? And, and what was the impact of it? And then you take that person on the journey to explain what, what happened before, what happened during, what happened after, but not necessarily in chronological order. So that's one tip right away is to think about your story from where did things go wrong or where did things go really right? And how can I use that to help other people? 
I have a couple of stories that I tell, and you're absolutely right. I often will lead with, so I probably don't look like the kind of person who would jump out of a moving vehicle. Mm, No. What you're saying is that's the moment and you kind of hook them. Then you kind of go back and go, okay, so how did I get there? And what did I learn? And why would I not do that again? Absolutely. Or what changed in my life because I jumped out of this vehicle? What changed in somebody else's life because I jumped out of the vehicle? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, that is that is a great tip is, is to really think about your story or your life as the moments when things change, the interesting moments. One of the places where I think people go wrong is maybe trying to stuff too many details. How do you help someone narrow that down? Mm, How do you pick out the salient details of a story? Well, there's a couple of different ways. We know when we're telling a story when we're losing somebody because you can sense when attention wanes. So... um, Again, looking back at where where are the where's the punch, and if you're talking about details, we think when we think about storytelling, we think about okay, well, you know, all of a sudden we've got to have people visualize stuff, so I need to add in every color and every detail. You don't have to do that. So you can say she was a grumpy looking woman versus she was a six foot two, uh, you know, stock you know, stocky woman with a scowl on her face. If we're doing verbal storytelling, that's too much detail. <laughs> that might be great for a book, but necessarily for, for a conversation. Is, and that's what most people are looking for in the kind of storytelling that's done in business. So then it starts with a great story and that's wonderful. But then how do you connect the story to business objectives and business conversations? So I view storytelling as the vehicle that helps you establish trust and credibility and gives people an access point to who you are as a person. So when I think about, let me give you an example, Um, worked with a business leader who leads with all of the details about how business gets done. So uh, the first time I met him, he sat down with me and he's like, you need to know all of the details about how my business works. And so for 45 minutes, he told me all the ins and outs, all the black and white details of his business. And I thought, I don't even know you yet. I don't know who you are. And I don't know why I would choose you. 45 minutes into the conversation, I asked him, I said, why are you in this business? Why does this even matter to you? And he launches into the story about how his mom was a single mom and that his uncle was really the one who got him into the business and brought, you know, he's worked through it from the bottom up. So he started off hanging out with the guys that cleaned and then he was with the construction workers. And next thing you know, he's in a leadership role. And my thought was, well, now I can relate to you because now you seem human and So how do you relate that to business goals per se? I mean, I think you have to separate out uh, the purpose of why you're telling the story. So if you're telling the story for, you know, trust, credibility, relatability, that's one way to do it. If you're telling a business story, you want to make sure people understand the, the impact that it has on the person here in a meeting. So I get this question a lot. Well, how, how would I use this in a meeting? Or if I'm talking to my executive team and I only have five minutes, how on earth can I possibly tell a story? Well, you can give a, sn- a snippet or an anecdote of a story. So for example, 
you know, if you're working with patient satisfaction and that's your goal, and you know, you've got all the data to support that when a physician wears a white coat, that patient satisfaction increases. Okay. Well, but what does that really mean? Like, where's the story behind it? Well, you've got a physician who's struggling because he's getting bad patient reviews. And all of a sudden he puts on a white coat and he starts asking you know, better questions and his patient satisfaction scores increase. Well, heck, that makes a difference. That's a story that's relatable. And now there's a person tied to it. Absolutely. And so it's really, it's easy for people to visualize the scene. It's easy for people to put themselves in that scene. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. So one last question, because I often run into this with people when they feel, and again, I'm going to go back to the political debates. It felt like some of the candidates had over rehearsed. And so the story could have been interesting, but it just felt really wooden. How do you balance the need to be able to present the story comfortably, but still maintain that human feel to it? Mm. There's a point of critical, if you call it critical mass, where you you become the story. So you've practiced it enough that you know it, you know the ins and outs, but you're not you're not wedded to the words per se. So when things sound wooden, it's generally because someone has memorized only to the point that they can recite it. So if anything happens or if anything changes, right? So if they get distracted, they're gonna get thrown off their game. And the story's going to come out wrong. They're going to forget it, or they're just going to—they're going to rush through it, and it's going to come out awkwardly. So there's a point where you have to be comfortable enough with the story and the feeling of it to truly embrace it, become it, and then you can tell it even with distraction or even in a scenario. You're able to play with the words. Mm -hmm. You're able to change your delivery. So um, from a practice standpoint. You have to say a story over and over and over again in different scenarios, uh, reading people, reading feedback. Comedians do this all the time with their material. They're constantly practicing it in different scenarios versus just the stand-up, get it, get it memorized, mm -hmm. um, but not really do it in a, in a place where they can feel the energy, not only from themselves, but from the audience. Awesome. That is fabulous advice. Alex, I cannot believe how fast the time has gone as we've been talking. Oh my gosh, it did go really fast. <laughs> if um, if people want to catch up with you, I'm going to suggest that they drop by pswithalex.com. There's some great information on your services. I also love your emails, and I really think people should sign up to uh, to learn more about what you do. Yes, please do. Thank you again for being a guest today. Thanks. Appreciate it. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to know more about marketing and other topics of interest to business owners, be sure to drop by our blog at roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks. <laughs>